beautiful Meg J. If you heard that, you need to get in contact with us. Okay, you know our number. It is 061-4104-107. Meg J., if you're still listening, there's a sister who wants to know, are you available or what? Nevertheless, it's about that time we jump into some Heritage Day celebrations. And this time we are talking taste of game now our next guest has partnered up with michelin star chef chef funny cat or rather chef hendrik van vestazen and with as well as partnering up with african wildlife economies institute to revive the heritage of our local game meat now taste of the game sensory experience explores our rich game meat landscape supporting wildlife economies their mission is to bring these kinds of meat back onto our family tables bust the misconceptions that uh, stand and stereotypes rather that stand um, against wildlife and present them as a healthy choice. Dr. Duncan, good morning. Uh, good morning, Shayla. Um, happy Heritage Day to you. Oh, likewise, likewise. How's the morning looking? Not fantastic. I think it's a wonderful start to the morning. Lovely. And just, just to, to jump forward into that, what kind of, you know, a game are you going to be serving your family this afternoon? Uh, uh, I think it's going to be a wide variety. I think Eden would be a good start. Sure. All right. So I think let's let's jot back to uh, kind of what, you know, you stand for in terms of being the head of research and conservation at the Oppenheimer Generations. You know, why is it important for us to revive the heritage of game farming? What is the significance uh, specifically in South Africa? So uh, a great question. I mean, no doubt, you know, game farming contributes hugely to conservation. Um, in South Africa. And South Africa has such a wide variety of wonderful ecosystems and habitats, which are home to a huge diversity of wildlife. So wildlife is our heritage. Mm. And over over and above tourism, you know, enjoying game meat is a true South African, or even, should I say, an African practice, which improves health, you know, drives African wildlife economies, which of course is hugely important across Africa, and ensures a more sustainable environment, both urban and rural. And of course, that's hugely important uh, for for us at, at Oppenheimer Generations Research and Conservation. Sure. I think uh, you said something so important. Um, there are misconceptions around you know, uh, game farming, the health thereof and the likes. What are some of the top priorities, uh, just as you personally, you know, as Dr. Duncan, that you would like to dismantle in terms of the misconceptions and stereotypes? Fantastic. You know, I mean, there are many. And I mean, people think that, um, you know, game meat is not as healthy as domestic livestock meat. Mm. Um, That game meat is difficult to cook and takes weeks to prepare, that mm. it's gamey, grainy, that it's, it's got a wild taste that's rather unpalatable, and one has um, to stuff it with garlic and bacon and other kinds of herbs to make sure that it tastes good. And you know, the list goes on, Shayla, but when in fact it's one of the easiest, tastiest meats to cook. And of course I go back to the fact that it's so environmentally friendly. Mm. 
That's lovely. And uh, you spoke about taste and, you know, what came to mind was the likes of your partnership with, with a partnership rather with Michelin star chef, Fanninin. Uh, Ooh. Funny, yes, funny season. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was a tongue tire this morning. <laughs> Nevertheless, your partnership. How has that elevated? You know, uh, taste of game. Uh, um, yeah, the, you know, he's obviously a celebrity. Yes. Um, he's um, South Africa's first Michelin star um, chef. Yes. And partnering with um, upcoming shining stars, um, chef Theo and chef Sipo. Mm. Um, we want to take people through kind of a culinary adventure with Taste of Game, you know, profiling the different recipes which complement the different types of, of game meat that we get. So kind of a sensory adventure and experience. So using all the senses we have, so look, smell, taste, to demystify some of those, um, uh, you, um, you know, uses of game that we mentioned before, and reaffirming it as a true South African, you know, heritage. And he's done this uh, with a, a very fine uh, a restaurant at Swalu in the Northern Cape, Kenya, mm. where they profiled produce sourced and grown in the Kalahari and in the Northern Cape, and really putting, you know, culinary uh, experiences and ventures and produce in the Northern Cape on the map. So we certainly hope and uh, believe that between Jan Hendrik van der Westhuizen and um, Chef Theo and Tipo that we will blow people away uh, <laughs> with with game meat and and you know and all these terrible kind of misconceptions that are out there out the window. Yes. I hope so too. Now you don't only have a partnership uh, with the chefs. You also have a partnership with African Wildlife Economies Institute. And I want to know what kind of contribution uh, does that kind of partnership host for those who are looking to get into uh, game farming, for those who are in game farming and the likes? Fantastic. In a, in a, um, up in our generations, research and conservation and the African Wildlife Economy Institute, are we? which is based at Stellenbosch, but also has links with the African Leadership University in Rwanda, mm. you know, we have a common goal, and that is that sustainable and inclusive wildlife economies are kind of critical to the future of wildlife conservation in Africa. And we've established a six-year program um, and you know, put 10 million rand into an, in kind of investing in unlocking Yes. Wildlife economies in Africa. You know, Shirley, there's, there's such a lack of knowledge of what is required, you know, to enhance sustainable development yes. and, and wildlife conservation across the continent that we both feel there is an urgent need to develop and diversify African wildlife economies to ensure the future of conservation, you know, as well as, of course, um, the sustainable utilization of wildlife. You know, sustainable and inclusive wildlife economies are no doubt, you know, the future um, in, in Africa. And it's important that we need to have great impact uh, across Africa with this program, both from a conservation point of view and ensuring sustainable and, and long-term benefits to conservation, but then, of course, to people too. Yes. You know, wherever they, you know, people often think that 
conservation and people are not connected and that you can have one and the other. And the days of fortress conservation where you're keeping people out are gone. Mm. You know, you've got to work with people. Wildlife has to have a value. Nature has to have a value to people and for it to survive in, in, in an ever-changing world that we're, we're living in. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, that's beautiful. I think uh, the one thing that... Um, we we are really excited about is that the conservation element you know and i think i want to ask a question around that uh, but we also do have a voice note that came through this morning um, and this one is to you so uh, let's have a listen um good morning doctor i've never had a doctor's appointment this early in the morning but i had to respond to the call um so i'm thinking here to myself that what amazing content can one create and i believe that video is the future you know um visuals is the future and whenever the people see whenever people see that um there is a better site um to game driving game farming and so forth and all these uh so pointers that you have been pointing out i believe that that's the more we will believe that there's always a positive side to today's topic so yeah and please do um share your your socials and i'd love to get in touch with you my goodness a partnership already that's beautiful that's beautiful um you spoke about conservation, uh, Doctor, and I think what's really interesting is that there is a stereotype, and I, I am even ashamed mm-hmm. to say this, that lives in my head as well, uh, pertaining to uh, conserving wildlife as opposed to farming and, and it becoming part of my now nutritional diet. You know, And so my understanding is if I disturb the wildlife, the ecosystems that exist will sort of lose balance. And we don't want that. So please clarify that, because I think that's something for me personally that really lives in my mind as we have these conversations. No, I appreciate that, Shayla. And you know, you're certainly not alone. But I mean, the bottom line is, you know, utilizing game and utilizing the environment. I mean, in a sustainable way. And I mean, that's the important point to make. Mm. It's not just uh, you know, raping and abusing the environment. I'm not saying that I'm. At a core, a conservationist who loves nature, but loves people too, and game meat kind of has a, a dramatically lower carbon footprint. Mm. Um, you know, it's being a natural resource. You know, I'm sure a lot of you have seen these vast feedlots of cattle. You know, thousands within an enclosure fed grain and and um, and of course, all the methane that comes from that. And I'm not referring to free-range cattle, but feedlot cattle, and it's obviously contributing hugely to our carbon emissions. So, um, you know, no doubt that gain and the utilization of this natural resource is hugely beneficial to the environment. And of course, the added value to this is, is that game farms would also encourage, um, you know will be encouraged over sterile monocultures and feedlots, which, of course, adds, adds to the ecological benefits as wild areas will be kept wild. So you actually benefit in conservation by utilizing gaming because you're giving game extra value. More people will want to keep it, so there'll be more game farms, more wild areas, and kind of ecological systems uh, will be kept um, in place. Wow. Wow. That was a beautiful explanation. I think um, 
what we need to get into now are some of the health benefits. We've spoken a lot about the ecosystem, but what are some of the health benefits that people can take away from this conversation pertaining to game farming? Thanks, Shayla. Um, no doubt, game meat is healthier. You know, I mean, with no growth hormones or antibiotics, you know, as we know, a lot of domestic um, bread stuff um, has been pumped with growth hormones to grow the animals quickly, you know, to make more money. Um, many are pumped with antibiotics because they live in such ghastly environments, so they've got to be pumped with you know, steroids and antibiotics to kind of keep them alive. And, of course, game meat, you know, has a much lower fat level. So um, this protein kind of is, is with, with fat and game meat, we have an optimum ratio of mm. omega-3 to omega-6 uh, fatty acids. So uh, making game meat, you know, one of the healthiest sources of good fat with no interference and, of course, no genetic modification. So you're kind of having naturally organic without having to, you know, enforce it. And, of course, this results in, you know, healthier society living. And I go back again to, of course, a more sustainable environment. My goodness, I think I'm in need of that meat. As we speak (laughs) right now, I'm thinking, where can I find this? Where can I access such meat? Uh, I mean, there's a. I mean, one of the reasons for for having this taste of game, um, even is to try to promote retailers to have a more diverse um, uh, uh, kind of um, supplement. You know, because mm. we find Woolies obviously and Checkers, you know, have a, a bit of ostrich and some in them, but not a great variety. But there are game retailers um, ac- across, uh, certainly in Gauteng, Northern Cape, and. And, and Western Cape. So I've got a list which I can certainly send on to you. But, you know, um, and through this Taste of Game event, you know, we want, you know, the, the average person who kind of thinks of eating meat is, is, is beef, chicken, and pork. But actually, you know, with such a wide variety of other game meats available, mm. they're not always available in every uh, retailer. So uh, we want to kind of grow and promote um, retailer selling. Uh, game and that whole supply chain. So um, I think after Taste the Game and after some of the work we're doing, uh, you're going to find a, a greater variety of game meat more freely available. But to answer your question, uh, certainly Willy Checkers and certainly some of the private uh, butcheries. Right. And how do we get access to Taste of Game? I, you know, you, we've been speaking about this, but um, in my mental, I'm like, how do I access this experience that chefs will be giving to people? Well, I mean, you're more than welcome uh, to uh, get in touch with us. I mean, um, kind of our digital footprint on social media. Mm. You can follow us and engage with um, Oppenheimer Generations, Research and Conservation, who are obviously hosting the event with um, Aoi and and uh, Jan Hendrik von der Westhausen. So our Twitter handle is at OpgenRC. Um, our Facebook page is OPP-Gen Research and Conservation. Uh, LinkedIn, Oppenheimer Generations Research and Conservation. And of course, hashtag Taste of Game. 
Wow, wow. Hopefully, um, I will be able to get in touch. And those listening as well, you know, be able to get in touch and really just get the full experience um, before. Because in all honesty, I, I would want to see what the chefs would do with the meat so I can get ideas as well. Because this would be new in my kitchen, if anything. Well, wonderful. I mean, we really want uh, to engage people. We really want to work with people and educate people about our wonderful heritage that we have and so you would be more than welcome to join us on the 28th of september should you be available most definitely i'm freeing myself up i did say i would need some (laughs) meat in my fridge thank you so much dr duncan for your time thank you Shane. it's been a pleasure chatting to you oh likewise it is 7 after 5 a.m. If you've just joined us, welcome to it. This is Sound Awake. Shayla standing in for Asanda Bet. I see that a text came through this morning via WhatsApp saying, Good morning, Shayla. Thanks for the wonderful show. As always, I hope you and your team are going to have a nice Heritage Day. Well, if you stick around till 6 a.m., we might just have a nice Heritage Day, Donald. Uh, we're going to be getting into some of the commentary and the stats on Twitter pertaining to this morning's poll. Now, the question that I asked is very simple. You know, I wanted to find out from you, what are the Heritage Day blends looking like? You know, um, what do we have planned this morning? Are we prepped and ready? Do we have, you know, plans for the family? Are we going on vacation? Are we having no plans? I really, really want to hear from you. And as it stands on the poll, 10% say that they are going to bright. It's bright time. Whilst 40% say they have no plans and they are winging it. Uh, 35% are saying spending time with family and 15% are going away on vacation. My, my, my i see some commentary coming through from the likes of zama saying good morning fam no plans family time hashtag safm sound awake uh, i see the likes of Makabo coming through saying going to work well you and i are both at work and so are my producers so we're going to be having a swell time i see the likes of joseph coming through saying no plans rest is needed for now hashtag safm sound awake if you want to be just like them please find us on social media it is at safm radio on twitter and on whatsapp it is 061-410-4107 we're going to be getting into um really really amazing uh, story this is music and tech now what i want you to notice is that south africans across the country will be uniting and celebrating each other's cultures diversity beliefs and traditions rather this weekend so heritage day is not just going to be this friday i believe it's going to extend further now heritage month reminds us of how um our musical diversity exists and what makes it unique to us as a nation and unifies us to help South Africans from all the walks of life celebrate together. Uh, we have an online platform uh, called Dizen. It, it is a streaming platform and it has collaborated with nine well-known South African musicians to curate nine truly South African playlists uh, for friends and family to enjoy as the month draws to a close. I want us to get into uh, this audio. It's going to be absolutely amazing. You are definitely going to enjoy this one. Good morning. 
Um, my name is Soterios Moldovanos. I'm the editor for Africa at Deezer.